Have you quantified your accomplishments and successes as a nurse throughout your career? If not, it's not too late to begin doing so. Let's talk about tooting your horn and quantifying your successes and accomplishments of your nursing career right here on episode 39 of The Nurse Keith Show. Welcome back, everyone. We're here at episode 39 of the Nurse Keith Show. Thanks for being part of the Nurse Keith Nation. Thanks for being here with me. This podcast is all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and some ideas that'll get you moving in a positive, inspired direction today and every day. You know, the Nurse Keith Show has now reached listeners on six continents. We had more than 15,000 downloads in 2015, our first year of broadcasting, and I'm really happy the message is getting out. One of the ways you can help that message get out the most powerfully is to leave a review on iTunes. Just go to the iTunes store, click on podcasts, search for The Nurse Keith Show, write a review of the show, make it as honest as you can, as honest as you want, give it to me, let me hear what you have to say. That really helps other people find the show. It moves the show up in the iTunes rankings. Meanwhile, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, everywhere. So just look for me there and you'll find me. And please reach out to me anytime. If you want to read the show notes for this episode and follow along at home, you can follow it at nursekeith.com forward slash achievements. That's nursekeith.com forward slash achievements. Anyway, I'm grateful you're here and let's dig into today's topic. All right, folks. So if you're trying to move your nursing career forward, there's lots of things that most of us do on a regular basis. And if we're not doing them, we probably should. So you might spiff up your LinkedIn profile update your resume, make sure you have a couple cover letters on your computer so that you can customize them for a particular job. You make sure your shoes are shined, you brush your teeth before a job interview, etc. Those are lots of the nuts and bolts things that you do for your career development, especially when you're in the job market. And that's great. Keep doing those things, brush your teeth, highly recommended. However, There's more to it than just doing those basics, but many of us get stuck in a rut and we're just doing the basics. And many job seekers forget to do something really important. And actually, I don't mean just job seekers. I mean nurses who are just moving along in their career steadily, even if they're not looking for a job. And what people forget to do is quantify their accomplishments so that they can boldly share those accomplishments and successes with other people like in job interviews, on LinkedIn, in your resume, in your cover letters. There's lots of ways to share this information, but if you don't write this information down, you're not going to be able to share it very well. When I'm working with various career coaching clients who come to me, and 
99% of them are nurses who are working in the clinical fields. I asked them how they can quantify and also qualify their accomplishments, their successes, and other activities they've been involved in over the years during the course of their nursing career. Quantifying is really important because numbers speak louder than words sometimes. We've heard that pictures are worth a thousand words, but you know what? Numbers are also important. So if you're making claims or telling stories about your accomplishments, that's one thing. But if you have it written down in a way that really increases the impact of what you did and what you were involved in, there's more weight behind what you're sharing about yourself and about your life as a professional nurse. So let's say you're writing a resume, you're working on a cover letter, and you're trying to describe a position you've held. So here's an example I put in the show notes, and you can go over to nursekeith.com forward slash achievements if you want to read this and see it in front of you, so you don't have to write it down while you're listening. All right, so you're writing on your resume, supervised CNAs and LPNs on busy long-term care unit. That's pretty good. It shows that you were supervising, that you had direct reports, and it was a busy unit. Great. All right, that's fine. But there's a lot more you could say about that, and there's a way you could couch it in terminology that's going to be much more impactful. So try this. Supervised team of six CNAs and four LPNs on 27-bed long-term care unit. During my tenure as director of nursing, rates of urinary tract infection decreased by 56%, and rates of pneumonia decreased by 32%. So what's the difference between those two statements? I'm going to read the first one again. Supervised CNAs and LPNs on busy long-term care unit. That's great. Lots of people have done that. but. If you were a director of nursing and urinary tract infections went down by 50% and pneumonia decreased by 30 or 32%, that's something to shake a stick at. And those numbers speak volumes. So how can you quantify your accomplishments? Meanwhile, most of you know I'm a big fan of LinkedIn and you should have a very robust LinkedIn profile. And if you don't, you'd better get with the times. So on LinkedIn, you have a lot more space. You have breathing room because you can tell stories and you can write as much as you want. You're not trying to create a resume that fits on two pieces of paper. You're creating a robust document that people can really see everything you've done in the course of your career. So with the space that you have, use it to your advantage on LinkedIn. Tell a story. Document your successes and your accomplishments. And when you can, use real-world statistics to speak for your accomplishments. Remember, numbers tell stories. In fact, I just had this thought that if you're really good with images, if you use Photoshop or you use Canva or one of those other image generating software programs, make a graph. If you were that director of nursing and you can show the rate of urinary tract infection prior to your tenure, say the year prior, and then the year of your tenure, where urinary tract infections were down by so many percent, make a graph and upload it as a PDF or a JPEG file to your LinkedIn profile so people can download it. Now, you can also use this tactic in job interviews. So when you're applying for a job, you can use this in your cover letters too, but I want to speak directly to job interviews themselves. 
So let's say you're applying to an ICU, really busy, uh, big city ICU in a teaching hospital, and you've been a critical care nurse and an ICU nurse for a long time. What can you quantify about what you did during your time in your other positions? What's worth communicating? Is there a number of patients you served? Are there records of how many infections you caught before they took hold? Was there a change in certain statistics or certain markers, biological markers in your patients that you could write down? If you were a supervisor, again, like the earlier example I used, how many direct reports did you have? How many people reported to you? Who did you supervise? How many of them were there? What kind of accomplishments did they achieve during the course of working for you? What happened under your watch that's really valuable enough to share? What can you boast about? What can you toot your horn about? That's what this is about, folks. You need to toot your horn, especially when you're in the job market, but also along the way when you're just trying to quantify and qualify what you've done in the course of your career. So recently I've been speaking with lots of clients, actually, and I learned that two of my clients have each been involved in committees at the places where they work. And that's great. Volunteering for committees or getting involved in uh, facility-based research is really smart. It's great for your career. It's also great experience. So a lot of it is hands-on learning, and anything you can get involved in in that way can really serve your career and its forward momentum over time. So if you're getting your hands on research, if you're getting your hands dirty, if you're digging in and collecting data or setting up any kind of program or research or data gathering, that's great. And if any charts or reports or communiques or memos are being created by your group, whether you're the supervisor or leader or not, make sure you get your name on those reports. If you're involved in it, it should say Susan Smith RN. Doesn't matter if you're first, second, third, or fourth on the list, get your name on it. Your involvement needs to be documented in writing so that you can put that in your portfolio, upload it to LinkedIn, or show it to someone at a job interview. You can say you were involved in a project, but if you have it in writing on the stationery from that facility or in a publication, that's huge. And you can leverage that experience in a lot of different ways during the course of your career. Also, when you're involved in a committee or say you're working with a doctor on a specific project like, I don't know, decreasing infection rates in the operating room or decreasing a certain type of error that's made at the bedside, if that information, if that data isn't really being quantified and written down, so to speak, if it's just something you're working on kind of on the side and it's not an official committee, ask that physician, ask that person you're working with for a written testimonial about your contributions and how you were involved. It's great if you can get a written testimonial on LinkedIn. And the reason is when you get a testimonial or a recommendation on LinkedIn, it actually has the person's picture, their profile, their credentials, and their entire profile linked to that recommendation. So if you get a recommendation or a testimonial from the head of surgery at your facility on LinkedIn, 
If someone sees that that doctor recommended you, they can click on his or her profile and go, wow, that person really trusts this particular applicant, this particular nurse. That really means something. However, if asking them for a testimonial on LinkedIn is a little too much, they're too busy, or they're not really into LinkedIn like so many people aren't, I don't understand why, but they're not, so ask them to write it on facility stationery and sign it with their name and their credentials. That's a coup. Don't be shy. Ask for that. Then get copies, upload it to LinkedIn, make copies for your portfolio, and voila, there you go. You have a great testimonial written down. No one can take it away from you. Finally, this is like a bank account, my friends. Consider this type of documentation, quantification, and qualification of your successes and your accomplishments and achievements like a bank account. It's a savings account. You're squirreling away praise and kudos and testimonials, quantified results, recommendations. You're putting it all away, stowing it away for a rainy day when you need it most. And you can pull those out. You can pull them out of your career toolbox when you need them the most. When you're in an interview and you need to really push the envelope for asking for more money and say, look, this is what I can accomplish. This is what I've done. Here's the documentation to prove it. So folks, there's nothing wrong with tooting your horn. And I'm reminding you, toot your horn with quantifiable, qualifiable, documented accomplishments, praise, and any data that can serve your career mobility. It will move you forward in many ways. You're not just trying to impress people. You're actually trying to build a case. You're building kind of like a ballast for your career. You're building a supportive body of documentation that you can use to your advantage in many, many different types of situations. Now, if you're not in the job market, think about a promotion. Think about a lateral move. Think about a vertical move you want to make. If you have this type of documentation, testimonials, recommendations, quantifiable accomplishments and successes, this will serve you so well. So if you have any questions about doing this, if you're shy about asking for a recommendation, if you're not quite sure how to write this stuff down, if you're a little shy about other aspects of this strategy that I'm sharing with you, shoot me an email at keith at nursekeith.com. We can talk for 30 minutes, no charge. I uh, just want to chat with you and hear about what you're doing. I'll help you put it together. I'll help you come up with some ideas for how to make this happen for you in your career. Thanks for listening to episode 39 of the Nurse Keith Show. I love doing these shows. I love that this is now our second year. I'm hoping for 25,000 downloads this year as opposed to 15,000 in 2015. So there you have it. I hope you've been uplifted. I hope you feel empowered. And I want you to take inspired action every day. And if you need some inspiration, listen to other episodes, read my blog at Digital Doorway, hit me up at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, email, get in touch, let me know you need a little shot in the arm and I'll do my best to help you. The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by James Larson, and social media and promotion are handled by Mark Cappiespeason. I can't thank James and Mark enough. They're really helping grow the show. They're an awesome part of my team, and I am so grateful to both of them, as I'm grateful to you for listening and for being here.
Again, the show notes are at nursekeith.com forward slash achievements. I will see you for episode 40 very shortly. Take care, be well, dig deep, and keep in touch. Adios. 